0: I'll never forget the first time I saw Gary Vaynerchuk speak. He was so passionate about social media, it seemed like he was shot out of a cannon. He electrified the room. I thought, okay, I don't have to stay at an ad network. I don't have to be here. I don't have to continue to be an ad network guy and do this one specific job. I want to get into social media. And that's when I flipped the script and took control of my destiny. I met with Gary and he advised me to do social before I got into social what he was telling me was that I needed to find out what I was passionate about and just start talking. I told him I was passionate about being a dad. So I started a blog called Dadzilla TV in which I would go on camera and review products for my daughter. Dadzilla TV gained traction and I felt like I could do this. I figured out how to build a website and I hired a CSS coder. Reached back out to Vaynerchuk, who was having a lot of success with his VaynerMedia, and I asked if I could come work for him, but he declined, pointing out that I was married with a kid and a mortgage, and at this point he was hiring 22-year-olds right out of college. He couldn't afford me. Continue to do social media and will continue talking, he told me. I still needed to work, so I started looking at venture capital firms to see where the money was going in social media. Then I began checking with the headhunters to see if those companies were hiring, and one of those headhunters came back to me and said that there was a role for someone like me at a place called Buddy Media. They told me that they thought I was good, but there was no way they were going to pay me what I was asking. At the time, my base salary was $200,000, so I told Buddy Media that I wanted $150K, and they said, there's no way we're going to pay you 150 dollars if you want the job, we'll figure it out. They had me by the short hairs. I wanted to be excited about joining this company, but I meant that I was going to have to take a hit financially. I had a come to Jesus moment with my wife where I told her that I had to do social media and that this was where my skill set could excel. At this time, I was blogging regularly and I had a strong readership. People were coming to my blog, about 6,000 followers on my Twitter account. A whole ecosystem of people were listening to me. I was becoming a real thought leader and drinking the social media Kool-Aid like crazy. Meanwhile, I was making a base salary of 120 the least amount of money I'd made in six years, but I didn't care. I was bringing in huge clients, the NHL, Michael Kors, Sex with Avenue. We became the leading software company in social media. And throughout it all, I was always trying to add value. I looked at the company's Twitter account and thought, it stinks. I asked my boss if I could manage it, and he told me, focus on selling. Buddy Media should have a blog, I explained to him, and he said, focus on selling. I wanted to contribute more to the company than just selling, and in hindsight, however, I realized that I probably upset a lot of people not staying in my lane, and now that I manage people, I get it, but the company hired a general manager from Google who arrived there because it had acquired DoubleClick, a competitor of a former company that I had worked, and the guy didn't know diddly about social media, and even worse, he thought he did. And we did not hit it off. This was my new boss, and I thought, this is not going to work well. And one morning, two weeks into this new arrangement, I had a $350,000 contract from Publishers Clearinghouse that was going to be signed, a nice commission. But an hour before that happened, the CEO of Buddy Media pulled me aside. He told me I was being laid off for performance. For performance? I was stunned. I was speechless. Looking back, I realized I was in the middle of a panic attack. It was like that moment in Goodfellas where he thinks he's going to become a made man, and instead, bam, they whack him.